Capital Market Insights from ICMA. Hello, I'm Lee Goss, member of the Executive Committee and General Counsel at ICMA. Today we have aggregate debt to GDP at record levels in emerging market economies. The IMF estimates that 60% of low-income countries are now in or at risk of distress. 74 low-income countries will have to repay approximately $35 billion to official and private sector creditors this year, up 45% from last year, according to the World Bank. The prospect of multiple sovereign debt restructurings occurring simultaneously is fairly unprecedented, at least since the 1980s Latin America debt crisis that led to the Brady Plan. This presents amplified costs and risks to debtors, creditors, and more broadly, global stability and prosperity. A global cooperative approach is necessary and being pursued, yet the mechanisms in place for orderly restructuring are imperfect. So what are these tools that we have? First, the Paris Club has a role in coordinating official bilateral creditors and reprofiling debt. But more lending today is from non-Paris Club lenders, mainly China, making the Paris Club less effective than it used to be. Second, enhanced collective action clauses in most international bonds issued since 2015 have made sovereign debt restructurings more effective in dealing with holdout creditors. However, these are not yet included in all outstanding bonds, and the last Argentina sovereign debt restructuring in 2020 showed that these can be misused by some borrowers. Third, the official sector is to be commended on seeing the looming problem over two years ago and taking action with the G20 Debt Service Suspension Initiative and Common Framework. This, however, has not been the success hoped for. There is partial relief from official sector creditors, but this burden has not been shared by private sector investors. Part of the difficulty initially was that some of the official sector seemed unaware of the different considerations for private sector investors. It is difficult for private sector creditors with fiduciary duties to voluntarily offer relief. On the other hand, sovereign borrowers that request relief can trigger cross defaults and ratings downgrades. Not surprisingly, most eligible borrowers with market access instead chose to keep refinancing debt. Many would agree it's unsatisfactory that private sector creditors are not sharing the burden with official lenders, but so far no solution has been found. Fourth, the G7 during the UK presidency initiated a work stream to include majority voting terms, essentially collective action clauses, in private sector loans to sovereign borrowers. However, this goal to standardize and speed up the process for restructuring these loans has met stiff resistance from lending banks. Fifth, Market-based efforts to improve debt transparency following the Mozambique debt scandal have been commenced that have support from the Paris Club and the OECD. Most would agree it's beneficial to fully disclose public debt and avoid mispricing of risk, but there has been little voluntary participation by the banks, and it's probably too late to do very much. Finally, six, establishing a sovereign debt restructuring mechanism was first proposed in 2003 as an alternative to the market-based approach we use today. This would create a multilateral insolvency process and judicial body to oversee sovereign debt restructurings similar to that used for corporate bankruptcy. This was, however, not supported early on by the U.S. over issues of sovereignty and has not been supported by the IMF, which continues to back the market-based approach using collective action clauses. Just more generally, there may be limits to official sector resources and professional expertise. If there is a whole swathe of sovereign debt restructurings, does the IMF have the resource and bandwidth to run possibly 10 or more programs simultaneously? Also, there are limited numbers of legal financial experts who are essential to the market-based voluntary negotiation process used in sovereign debt restructurings. Thank you for listening.
Thank you for listening. For more ICMA podcasts and further information on capital markets, please visit our website, icmagroup.org.